Welcome back, and thank you for joining us. We are here at the Cesar Chavez event today, and I have my guest today, and I am thrilled. She is with Taros Health, which is the big sponsor of this event, along with Arizona State University. My name is Kathy Fairbanks, and I'm host of the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour on Voice America Talk Radio every week at 1 o'clock Pacific time. So I want to invite Jennifer Nye is going to be our guest, and she's going to be speaking with us pretty much everything Taros. Now, I want to give you a little bit of background. Jennifer just received a promotion, and so she's learning her new job and her new role, and Taros is multidimensional. They are all over, have a huge footprint in Arizona. So I'm going to be kind of careful, but I might ask Jennifer a few areas that aren't quite in her lane yet. But Jennifer, would you share with us what's your title and unpackage that a little bit for us. What does that mean? Where where do you uh, play? Sure. Yeah, so I am the Chief Integration Officer for Taros Health. Um, I just took the role on March 1st of this year. And really what that means is that I oversee all of the clinical programs for Taros Health. So that includes our outpatient uh, centers that work with people with serious mental illness. Um, I work with our outpatient center to do um, integrated care for um, general mental health and substance use treatment including primary care services at both of those. Um, our crisis services, so we have mobile crisis and crisis stabilization services. And then we have family and children services as well. So I oversee all of those programs, um, and as well as our residential program for substance use treatment. Okay, so that's a lot. It is. <laughs> it is a lot. That is a lot. So I'm going to take a step back a little bit. Taros has been in business for decades and making a huge impact on the community. Can you give us a little background about the organization and what your mission is, and more importantly, your passion. Yeah, yeah, so actually, this is a really significant year for Taros Health, it's our 50-year anniversary, Mm -hmm. so we've been in business for 50 years, Mm -hmm. and our intention is to be in business for another 50 and 50 going on after that. Right. Um, And it really started out with um, a a team, a mobile team, who went out and worked with um, people who were addicted to to drugs. And so they started out in just doing the community outreach with with those people and bringing them in and getting them the services that they needed and then over the years it just progressed into additional services to where we are today where we serve thousands of people across Arizona Mm -hmm. Um, we have services in the Metro Phoenix area um, and then we also have services down in Tucson and in northern Arizona as well. Fantastic. Now, I live in California, but I also come to the Phoenix area a lot, mm-hmm. visiting with prospective clients and clients. And very rarely do I come to, to this area and um, I don't hear the name Taros in one way or another. And it might be with a client where they'll say, well, what brings you here? And I'll say, well, I'm visiting with our client Taros Health. Oh, I love Taros Health. Mm-hmm. They help with my my next door neighbor, yeah. or they help with my nephew who was yeah. on drugs. Uh, one of the things that I find absolutely heartwarming at Taros, um, Clemmer Leadership has had an opportunity to be in relationship with Taros for eight years now. Yeah. And um, we'll go in and support your team from time to time. And, and I have to say, in the very beginning, I was wondering, why in the world are they bringing our company in? Mm-hmm. Because you're the experts in behavioral health. You have the PhDs, the clinicians, 
physicians, the doctors, the therapists, the counselors, you know this. And one of the things that was fed back to me is you still need a recharge of your batteries. Yep. You still need a tune-up of those tools that you learn academically and how to apply them in real life. Right. And then there's that ugly matter of compassion fatigue mm-hmm. and navigating through f- compassion fatigue. Right. And so our relationship has been eight years strong and it's been um, a lot of fun just seeing the growth that Taros has had. And one of the things that was the most pleasant surprise is some of your clients become your employees. Absolutely. And how does that happen? Because um, it's dynamic and it's been a gift for those employees and that team to be inside our our leadership seminar room. Yeah. um, So speaking of just the, our patients who become our employees. I mean, that's just an amazing thing that we can do. We actually have a peer development specialist. Her name is Trish Bleth, and she actually just won a National Peer Support Award. Ah, um, that was announced. I know Trish. <laughs> national conference. Yes. Yeah. Um, really cool. And we're just blessed and honored to have Trish work with us. Um, so she actually does a class that's a peer employment training certification that our patients can go through and then patients that are with other networks out there. And they really learn the skills to be able to um, understand their mental illness and then how they can use that to work with other people who are going through a similar journey. Mm -hmm. And so she teaches this class regularly. She does them at our sites. Um, And then as those folks graduate and get that certificate, then they are able to go get employment under peer support certification. Um, And we actually employ peers, obviously, in our agency. And so there are quite a few. There are a number of them that work um, with us at our sites. Um, Mm -hmm. I met one just a couple of weeks ago at our priest location, Amanda, and she's doing wonderful work with the patients mm-hmm. there. And um, I love hearing Trish as she talks about the patients that go through her, her course and the wonderful yeah. work that they're doing out in the community. Yeah, it truly is heartwarming. And the relatedness that the folks who go through your peer course, obviously, yes. and get the certifications and make a difference in the community, that related, relatedness is huge. Yes. And I'm assuming the trust level is pretty instant. Absolutely. Our peers are really important to what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sometimes patients are afraid to get treatment. Sometimes they're afraid of the stigma around their mental illness. And um, being able to say, hey, here's someone who has walked this journey as well or a very similar journey as you, mm-hmm. it just brings a sense of relief for them mm-hmm. and um, a level of trust that they have someone to go to if they're feeling unsupported and, and they mm-hmm. can get what they need through them. And the mm-hmm. peers who go through those trainings are, are taught how to navigate the mental health system which is pretty complicated. Sure. Um, And sometimes they need an advocate to go with them or walk alongside them if there's something going on in their life. And those are the perfect people to do it with them. Okay, Mm -hmm. beautiful. Now let's talk about navigation just a little bit. You're in a brand new role. Yes. And um, 30 days in, right? Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. So um, what's on your big, you know, you're coming in, you're the boss. What's on your (laughs) big plan for 2019, 2020? I know that you you work kind of 18 months out. Um, Yeah. What's on your wish list? What do you have going? Oh, so many dreams. We All have, right. <laughs> we have great visions. Um, so we're actually, um, so at Terrace Health, like we're, we're looking to make sure that we are the, um, one of the premier integrated healthcare agencies in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And so we're working on um, really getting our integrated care 
um, up to par and getting really great clinicians and doctors in our company who can work with people from both ends of the spectrum. So mind and body are attached. Yeah. And so we're really make sure that our staff are trained in both areas. Um, so when we, when my company actually transitioned from choices is very much in the mental health world, that mm -hmm. box. And so when we, when we integrated with Taros Health and had um, a much broader availability of services to our patients, it was kind of eye-opening mm -hmm. for everyone. And so the staff who had historically been working for years and years and years under a mental health blanket, um, learning about all of those issues that are out there, the depression and anxiety and schizophrenia and bipolar and all of those mental health um, uh, diagnoses, and then saying, okay, now you need to be also um, in diabetes management and right. you know chronic disease management and things like that. And so Working on getting a real robust training program for our staff is something that's on my to-do list mm -hmm. and to make sure that they are really well-rounded and trained on what they need in order to make sure that the symptoms they're seeing are, you know, they could be related to a physical health condition and not right. a mental health condition. And so right. how do we help them navigate through that? Right. Um, so we're working on a real good training program around that. We're also working on getting our kind of our clinical modality solid. Um, and so we have a really great um, group of people who are, are very sound in um, evidence-based practices. And so we're working on um, really solidifying what those are for our agency okay. and um, training our staff to be adept at all of those things. So there's integrated dual diagnosis treatment, which is a substance use disorder treatment for people with a co-occurring mental health disorder. Okay. So that's something that we're working toward. Um, we're working on our social determinants of health and making sure that our, our, our patients have houses and if they need employment and making mm -hmm. sure that they don't have food disparities going on. And mm -hmm. so meeting those basic needs for our patients is so important. Yeah. And in the world of integrated care, Care, if you're only focusing on the symptomology, you're not treating the whole person. Yeah. And that's what we're all about is working toward treating the entire person, regardless of which door they walk in with Terrace Health. So if sure. they walk in through our primary care door, we're going to treat the whole person. If they walk in through our door for serious mental illness, we're going to mm -hmm. be treating the whole person. And so that's what we're working on. And we've got wonderful staff who are, who are on board and who are working with me on a regular basis um, on getting that path set for us. Fantastic. Well, yeah. and we had Wendy on early from Cirque and Wendy underscored with us hey if someone doesn't have the basic needs exactly the last thing they're thinking about is getting clean right you know they're they're looking at getting a roof over their head and, and grabbing a bite to eat that That's sort right. of thing so right. absolutely fantastic yeah and we have staff who are dedicated to that sort of thing so we have housing specialists at our clinics who really can work with the patient on making sure that they're they're getting the housing that they need. They're getting the vouchers that they need. Mm -hmm. um, they're working with them on getting employment and things like that so they can be secure in their home. All yeah. right. Absolutely fantastic. Well, let's talk about funding. I don't want to <laughs> ignore the, the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. um, your funding, funding comes from many, many different sources. Sure. Um, how is the funding? Is the climate good toward behavioral health right now, or is it a little tight? What, what's the... <laughs> yeah. Do I even need to ask? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, historically, it's been tight around, you know, healthcare in general for, mm -hmm. for Arizona, but um, mental health for sure. Um, you know, we have really great partnerships with our payers and that's really important. Yeah. And so um, 
I would say about 95, well, let me back that up, about 85% of our population is Medicaid. And so we work really closely with the, the Regional Behavioral Health Authority, which is currently Mercy Care, mm -hmm. um, and making sure that the funding that we're getting is going to be sufficient in order to provide our members with the best service that we can. Sure. Um, and we also take commercial insurance for our primary care and for our, our um outpatient counseling. So mm -hmm. we were able to get a variety of, of funding sources in for us. Mm -hmm. um, it's just working with the resources that we're given and providing the best care that we can w given the resources that we have. Sure. Um, so our, our bottom line is really about providing the best clinical services. We find the yes, no matter how we can do it. If we have mm -hmm. a patient walk in the door who might not be able to pay that day, we're going to do what we can to see them and make sure mm -hmm. they're getting the care that they need. Yeah. Um, that's just what we do as an agency. Yeah. So, yeah. well, you live your inspiring change for life is, is yeah. your, your anchor, your mission statement. Yes. And so when you walk your talk and you talk your walk, <laughs> uh, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, I had an opportunity of meeting you about 18 months ago yes. uh, at a Clemmer leadership training in I think at that time you were just a few weeks from Choices yes. joining uh, Taros as an organization from merger and acquisition. Um, share with me, were there, were there aspects of the training we provided that you're able to put into your job and relate with your subordinates by chance? Yeah, absolutely. So the Clemmer experience was really wonderful for us. So we transitioned from Choices in um, August of 2015, actually, is when, okay. yeah, is when, um, and so going from, from a, a, a larger organization in a sense, because um, we had six clinics and then going down to three, and then I oversaw those, those three clinics, um, and being able to learn from Clemmer some of the aspects and our own personal biases as we um, are providing leadership toward, you know, for our, 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 our peers and mm -hmm. our subordinates, as you, as you mentioned. Sure. Um, so the, there was one aspect that was really neat for me, and that was kind of the concept of the rose-colored glasses, where, you know, we all have our own biases of how we see the world. And that really helped me kind of take a step back when I am about to, you know, give um, a pearl of wisdom, yeah. for example, <laughs> and just be able to sit back and understand where everyone else might be coming from. Mm -hmm. And being able to get that those other perspectives before we go and make a decision. And when we're going through things like mergers and acquisitions and um, even just working toward the idea of integrated care, you have so many people with wonderful ideas mm -hmm. that you need to be able to listen to. And so yeah. just kind of learning some of those things from Clemmer around what 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 did I bring to the table and then what did everyone else bring to the table that was going to be really important. Right. I found it fascinating. Oh, I, I loved Leadership One. It was just a really, really great experience. Good. I well, would do it again in a heartbeat. Excellent. <laughs> excellent. We can make that happen. Um, Leadership One, as, as Tara's calls it, it is empowering. And one of the things that you brought up is the need for being heard. Yes. And that's clearly one of the cultural aspects that Tara's has. They want their team to be heard, but they also want their team to be empowered. Yes. Uh, which is huge. And take personal responsibility and accountability was one of the reasons they brought us in. And I've just seen such growth over the, the last eight years that we've had a chance to intersect and play together. Uh, it's been dynamic. So fantastic. Yeah, ownership is a it's a big deal. Um, mm -hmm. And really that sense of responsibility and ownership in everything that we do is something that we 
promote as an agency. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a part of, um, we have a series called um, Leading for Results. Mm-hmm. And that's where we bring all of our leaders in um, for Terrace Health. And we do different segments. It's quarterly mm-hmm. where we're teaching them leadership skills yeah. and just how to be a more empowered and dedicated leader. And it's really amazing. And one of the segments that we did that I, I actually led along with um, Jen Billman, and um, it was on leadership and accountability. And it's really just about what part of of every situation can we own? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to teach this to my three daughters as well. <laughs> when they say things like, I didn't do it, it's not my fault. <laughs> trying right. to incorporate that into them. Right. Um, and so it's really um, teaching folks how to, if there's something that happens, not going victim, right? Exactly. Uh-huh. And being able to say, this was my part of this, and then how can I move it forward? And how can mm-hmm. I take action in order to get the results that need to happen? Mm-hmm. And that's something that's so important for us as Terra's Health, because we want all of our leaders and all of our staff to be empowered, to be able to make the change that they think needs to happen in order to move along our, our agency and our mission. Right. Well, and responsibility is isn't a bad word. A lot of people think it's a bad word. It's not a bad word. It's actually very liberating. Yeah. So fantastic. Well, how can people learn more about Taros? If they want to know about Taros Health, what's a way that they can reach out and get in touch with Taros? Yeah, well, our, our website is www.taros.org, O-R-G. Um, and we also have our customer service center, um, 602-685-6000, that they can call. Um, they can reach out to me. I can be reached um, through the call center center for sure and okay. I'd be happy to answer anyone's questions okay. um, but there's different avenues to, to reach us and they can even walk into any clinic okay. and ask to speak to a manager or supervisor and be able to get their questions answered all right and what's your footprint look like these days I know you're obviously yeah. in Maricopa County you're down in Tucson you're up in Flagstaff down we're in Flagstaff and Kingman and Prescott Valley yes okay. Prescott and Prescott Valley okay yeah. that footprint keeps getting larger, getting and larger. larger. I love it yes I love for it. sure mm-hmm. all right beautiful well Jennifer thank Thank you so much for spending time today and unpackaging a little bit about Taros. Um, We get to learn about this gorgeous event today. You've got 400 behavioral health uh, professionals that walk in these doors and they have a chance to network. They have a chance to learn of of other cross-pollinating collaborative opportunities. And so it's such a valuable, valuable opportunity. event that you have and if you're doing it for 15 years you're obviously doing something right so thank you thank you thank you for having me i appreciate it my pleasure my pleasure 